From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, the government predicts the economic growth next year will be a meager 1.6% amid a global recession. A parliamentary special committee conducts its first on-site inspection as part of an investigation into the deadly Itaewon crowd crush. More snowfall is in store for the nation through Christmas Eve, while cold snaps will return on Thursday. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. The government has slashed its economic growth outlook for next year to 1.6%, citing persistent internal and external challenges to Asia's fourth largest economy. Inflation will remain well above 3% next year, the government predicted, potentially complicating and restricting measures to revitalize growth. The dismal outlook came as the export-driven economy is expected to post its first current account deficit in 14 years. Kim So-yeon has more. The government says the nation's economy will lose steam next year with growth slowing to 1.6 percent, bogged down by a global recession. The official 2023 economic policy direction released by the finance ministry on Wednesday outlined the grim economic forecast by the government. The revised figure is 0.9 percentage points lower than the previous government outlook announced in June and gloomier than those by the Korea Development Institute and the Bank of Korea. The two agencies earlier predicted growth of 1.8 percent and 1.7 percent, respectively. There have only been five instances in modern Korean history where the nation's growth dipped below 2 percent, the latest of which was in 2020, when the economy contracted 0.7 percent due to the pandemic. It then turned around and posted growth of 4.1 percent last year. The policy direction document said that sluggish trade and high interest rates will impede recovery next year in areas such as exports and domestic demand. Korea Customs Service data on Wednesday showed that the annual cumulative trade deficit for the first 20 days of December hit a record high for the period at $48.9 billion, putting the nation on course to post its first annual deficit since the global financial crisis in 2008. For this year's growth, the ministry also cut its outlook by 0.1 percentage points to 2.5 percent. The government, meanwhile, expects that inflation next year will grow 3.5 percent, down from 5.1 percent this year. Kim Soyeon, KBS World Radio News. The government will ease various real estate regulations, including taxes imposed to discourage multiple homeowners from buying more properties. As part of efforts to revitalize the stagnating economy in the new year, the government will shift its policy landscape for the housing sector and lower the current 8 and 12 percent acquisition tax rates on owners of two and three or more properties, respectively, to the 4 and 6 percent rates. Loan extensions for real estate purchases in regulated zones, which were completely prohibited for owners of more than one property, will be allowed for up to 30 percent of the mortgage-to-value ratio. The Special National Assembly Committee investigating the fatal Itaewon crowd crush began its first on-site probe on Wednesday, nearly a month after the investigation plan was approved by Parliament. Main opposition Democratic Party Representative Wu Song-ho, serving as the panel chief, and other committee members first paid their respects at a memorial altar set up at Noksapyeong Station near the site of the tragedy. Lawmakers of the ruling People Power Party, 
who returned to the committee after resigning in protest against the DP's passage of a motion to dismiss Interior Minister Lee Sung-min over the tragedy, joined representatives from the DP, the Minor Justice Party, and the Basic Income Party. A special police team investigating the Itaewon crowd crush has again requested arrest warrants for former Yongsan Police Chief Lee Im-jae, as well as the former head of the Yongsan 112 Situation Room, Song Byung-ju. The Seoul Western District Prosecutor's Office resubmitted the requests on Tuesday at the behest of the special probe team, 15 days after the Seoul Western District Court dismissed the team's initial request for warrants for the pair. E is suspected of professional negligence resulting in death and fabricating official documents, while Song is accused of failing to swiftly and appropriately handle emergency calls on the night of the tragedy that claimed 158 lives. The special police unit also sought an arrest warrant for two senior officials of the Yongsan District Office, including its chief, Park Hee-yong, on charges of professional negligence resulting in death. With snow already blanketing much of the central regions, including the capital area on Wednesday, more is in the forecast around the country through Christmas Eve on Saturday. According to the Korea Meteorological Administration, Cold air from the north is expected to travel southward in the upper atmosphere from Wednesday afternoon or Thursday amid an expansion of the continental anticyclone. Up to 25 centimeters of snow is expected in South Chungcheong Province along the west coast, the southwestern Jola region, parts of Jeju Island, the eastern Ulleung Island and Dokdo Islets between Thursday and Saturday. This comes on top of heavy snow in the central region including 2 to 8 centimeters of snow already recorded in the Seoul metropolitan area as of 1 p.m. Wednesday. Meanwhile, a cold snap will return on Thursday due to the frigid air entering from the north, with morning lows ranging from minus 19 to minus 3 degrees Celsius on Friday. You are now listening to the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul, Korea. South Korea and the United States will develop realistic training scenarios that incorporate North Korea's nuclear and missile threats in their combined exercises next year. At a meeting of the military's top commanders led by Defense Minister Lee Jong-sup on Wednesday, the participants discussed conducting some 20 joint drills next year. The exercises, such as the Sangyong Marine Training, will be carried out at the same level of intensity as the full Eagle Field training that was suspended in 2019 amid signs of reconciliation with the North. The military will expand the size and scope of combined field drills in the first half of the year and develop realistic scenarios that take into account the North's nuclear and missile threats to enhance their theater-level training. North Korea said it is acting on a strong will for retaliation against South Korea and the United States over their regular combined military exercises. The North's ruling Workers' Party mouthpiece, the Rodong Shinmun, said on Wednesday that Washington's disregard for Pyongyang's repeated warnings about the Allies' joint drills is an anachronic and reckless act of suicide. Referring to Pyongyang's enactment of a nuclear force policy in September, the paper said the regime is the only country in the world that has declared and followed through on a strong will to retaliate against Washington's hostile policy. The report then touted the regime's development and firing of the Hwasong-17 intercontinental ballistic missile as the year's biggest achievement, boasting that it had now unparalleled self-defense capabilities. New COVID-19 cases registered in the 80,000 range for a second day in a row as it hit the highest level in some three months. The Korea Disease Control and Prevention Agency said on Wednesday 
that 88,172 infections were reported throughout the previous day, including 69 from overseas, bringing the country's cumulative caseload to nearly 28.4 million. Wednesday's figure was up by some 600 from the previous day to reach the highest daily caseload in 98 days. It marks an increase of some 3,600 from a week ago and 13,000 from two weeks ago. The number of daily cases stood at over 66,000 on average during the past week amid a resurgence in the winter season. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index fell 4.34 points, or 0.19% on Wednesday, closing the day at 2,328.95. The tech-heavy Kosdaq rose, however, gaining 2.57 points, or 0.37%, to close the day at 705.70. On the foreign exchange, the local currency strengthened 3.91 against the dollar, ending the day at 1,285.71. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy.